Mediated Conversation on SAFM. Good morning, 27 minutes now to 9. Yesterday on SAFM Sunrise, you heard from the Gauteng Health and Wellness MEC, Nomanto and Kumurala Hoko, about the state of hospitals in the province. In response to questions about the standards applied during the hiring of CEOs, she said there was now a very real improvement in how hospitals were being run. It comes after many years in which people have complained about huge problems with Gauteng hospitals. Over the years, we've heard the most terrible stories about women left to give birth alone on hospital floors, people refused entry to clinics, patients receiving no food, people dying on the floor of waiting rooms. Some of the stories are just too terrible. But Nkomorad Hoko seems to suggest that hospitals are improving. But we heard from some callers yesterday that this is not true. Remember Lorato, her relative, kicked out of the clinic in Nelmapius with a three-day-old baby. Someone yesterday sent me a picture with a recipe for cough mixture that was given to a woman who was ill simply because the clinic had nothing else to give her. There are other claims. So then what is the situation? First this morning, you'll hear a brief part of yesterday's interview from the Gauteng Health MEC. Then, how are patients finding the services in these hospitals? Sibongile Chabalala is the national chair of the Treatment Action Campaign. How are doctors treated? Dr Mvuyisi Mzukwa is the vice chair of the, Edical, of the SA Medical Association. And finally, is there any hope on the horizon? And how do hospitals in Gauteng compare with, say, hospitals in the Western Cape? We'll speak to Professor Alex van den Heerfer. He is the chair of Social Security Systems Administration and Management Studies at Wits University. We start then with yesterday's conversation with the Gauteng Health and Wellness MEC, Nomwanto Nkomorala Hoko. I asked her if the standards for the appointment of CEOs to Gauteng hospitals were being improved. The standards were not too low per se because it's the same standards that are, that are applicable to all the hospitals, not only in Gauteng hospitals. But I think, Steve, it's when you do interviews, it's the quality of the person that you get to a position. For example, I will take just make an example of an MEC. If a MEC is deployed in the Department of Health because he's a doctor, and that MEC can't perform in the department because it doesn't mean that you have to be a doctor to be the, to have the capacity to run the hospital or to run the department like I'm doing now. I, I, I always say to people, look at me, I'm an administrator, I'm not a doctor. But because if you are running an institution, you must have management skills. What I've picked up, they, most of the CEOs that have been failing, that doesn't have the quality and the standard that is expected. It's because they are not managers. So they don't know how to run a hospital. They know how to treat patients. So that's the mistake that my government is doing of thinking that being a doctor gives you the right to run an academic hospital or a tertiary hospital. Mm -hmm. It will never happen. You need a pure administrator. If that person is a doctor, you must train that person to understand what is expected of that person when they arrive in the hospital. And since I've been pushing them, training them now, because there's even a training again next week that is coming for the CEOs, I'm doing personal trainings for them getting people to come and train them so that they can know what is it that is expected. It's going to be fine. That's why I'm saying to you, Steve, I'm changing them around so that they can run the hospitals the way I want them to be run properly, okay. efficiently, and service the citizens, and it's getting better. And the last thing that I, we have done now is the campaign called Serve with a Smile that I've launched last week because I want them to serve people with a smile so that when you get into the hospital, starting from the security guard to the cleaner to up to the receptionist to the theater, if you are going to the theater, everybody that touches you must touch you with a smile. So those are the things that we are bringing up again to bring back this dignity that we want our patients to be treated with in our hospitals.
Um, and I, I mean, I think that's really important and, and in a way difficult to do. People who work in hospitals sometimes almost lose their humanity because of what they see every day. And I don't I don't blame them for that. Um, you talk about dignity and something that I think to me might be important around this is I remember the Rahima Musa hospital story started because one doctor wrote a public article about the situation. I'm sure you remember he was nearly disciplined as a result. Um, I can't recall if it was you or your predecessor who intervened to stop the discipline. But but um, I know that doctors, health workers, nurses in, hos- in government hospitals in Gauteng have been too mm. scared in the past to tell us what is happening. Can you promise mm. us now on the radio, please, that nurses and mm. doctors, if they see bad things happening in Gauteng public hospitals, will be allowed to tell the public, be transparent and won't be punished for doing it? No, we'll never punish anybody that is telling us that. In fact, it was wrong of them to punish that person that did that because that person didn't have a choice but to to raise the issues that are not right, that are happening. And I always encourage even the citizens to tell me what's happening in the hospitals. For example, yesterday around 11 o'clock in, in the evening, I received a call because somebody was complaining on social media about our hospitals, the one nurse that just closed the door at her when she was getting in, but when, because she felt that this person is, is wasting her time, and then closed the door. And I said, that person must be called and be disciplined immediately. And the person apologized, but, but at least something was done immediately. Because I don't even want to wait and say, don't tell us, tell us what's happening. Even doctors, I, when I go to hospitals, I give them my numbers. Even at the pharmacy, I give the pharmacist my numbers that if there is something wrong that is happening here, amongst yourself, tell me so that I can, I'm, I'm able to address that. And I think I've got a lot of incidents already now where I find you, Steve, doing something wrong, whether talking to other people bad, I remove you from that hospital because you don't deserve to be there. I have removed a lot of them. I've taken them out and I'll say, go and stay, Steve, in your house so that you can clean yourself. Think about what you want to do. Do you want to work with the people or you want to be what you are doing? Because sometimes it's just the attitude that people brought in the institution. Then if you give patients an attitude, they will give you back that attitude. So those are the things, again, that we are encouraging. And I, I'm punishing those personally. I just say to the TDG corporate, she's very busy these days because I don't know how many cases she gets. Mm-hmm. When a person is not doing right, I send it to her to make sure that that person goes for correction immediately. The Gauteng Health and Wellness, Semisino Mwanto and Kumorala Hoko, speaking to us yesterday. You're with SFMU Media. The conversation on this issue around Gauteng Hospitals continues. Dr. Mvisi Mzukwa is the chair of the South African Medical Association. Dr. Mzukwa, good morning. Good morning to you, Stephen, to your listeners. Thanks for having me. Sure. The MEC says that doctors are free to speak out about the problems that they experience. Is that true? Uh, not that we have seen, uh, Steve. Uh, you will recall that Tim uh, uh, Meyer was disciplined, and but also, you know, through our pressure as healthcare professionals, you know, that, that process has to, had to stop. But we don't believe what he's saying is true. I don't think he understands some of the dynamics that are involved. Uh, but also it speaks like the MEC at the same time speaking as the HOD. So there's so much confusion there if you look at the separation of powers. Um, so then I would imagine, so is there still a sort of culture of fear among doctors? In other words, they aren't able to say what they believe needs to be said in the best interests of their patients in public. I've seen over the last couple of years during the pandemic, particularly doctors taking part in protest action. They didn't really do that before. I don't see doctors saying this is what I've seen and this is what's wrong. 
Well, there are many issues involved. Steve. First of all is the confidentiality that we need to maintain between ourselves and the patient. Uh, so that you don't find information that is sensitive, you know, between yourself and the patient out there in the community or in the public. But also there are conditions on the ground that need to be exposed. And I think to be exposing, you know, conditions on the ground, especially if they've exhausted all the levels in terms of engaging the department, making sure people will understand and they, they, they are invited to come in and see for themselves what is happening on the ground. You know, and people are not acting on the information that are given out by doctors. Then they become frustrated. Then they go out and dish out that information to the public so that people can understand what is happening in the hospital. Um, are CEOs part of the problem, the way that hospitals are administered or the people who are doing the administering? Is that part of the problem? Yes, it was highlighted by the, the, the health ombuds as one of the problems, you know, leadership and governance. And uh, part of the problem is what I was talking about earlier on, you know, the, the, the political interference. You know, where you find that MECs don't understand their role as well. They, they come in, uh, play as HODs and do all sorts, of, all sorts of things. I mean, I don't understand where an, HO, an, an MEC would come in here. Uh, uh, fire people or even uh, terminate their employment, you know, I think that would be the function of the HOD. So those issues, but also the cadre deployment, uh, that has uh, been a uh, 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 problem in, in the system, uh, where you find that they take their own uh, people and, and plant them in the hospital when actually they have not been trained. They don't understand what is happening in those institutions. Um, the... Um the uh, the situation in Gauteng is that it's supposed to be getting better. That's what the MEC claims. Are doctors finding there's any improvement in those hospitals? No, not at all. I mean, look, if the MEC is genuine, should be, she should be uh, taking the, 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 the report of the, the, the health ombud around Gauteng alone and tell the public that this is what, is, this is what was identified identified by the health ombuds, uh, but this is what we are doing, you know, to correct the situation. You can just ca- come willy-nilly without referencing us to any document and say we are improving the conditions just because we are running around like a headless chicken around the province and think that we are improving the system. We are talking about things that have been identified by the, 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 the state agent, like the, 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 the health ombuds. The issue that needs to be solved. He has never come out to say these issues have been uh, really sorted out. I mean, there are so many issues, even around the issue of Raima Musa. We have not seen any improvement there. Thank you very much indeed. Dr. Mvisim Zukwa is the chair of the SA Medical Association. You're with SAFM 16 minutes now to nine. Continue your mediated conversation about the comments made yesterday by the Gauteng Health Emissi Nomanto Nkomo Ralohoko. Sibongile Chabalala is the national chair of the Treatment Action Campaign. Sibongile, good morning. Good morning, uh, Steve, and good morning to the viewers. Is there any improvement in the treatment that patients are getting at hospitals in Gauteng? Not at all. <laughs> Not at all, in simple words. Uh, there is no improvement. Uh, as I'm talking to you, last week one patient called me at around 6 a.m. and she was admitted at Rahima Musa that la the, the the previous day and she told me the treatment that they are getting in the hospitals, uh the attitude of nurses, they were bathing using cold water and the food is not 
uh, food that will be given to people. It seems like they're just giving people food just to 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 say they have something to eat. It's not it's not proper food. Um, I've experienced this also a, a month ago when my uncle was at Far East Hospital. The hospital was so dirty. The ward was so until I called the district health uh, manager to, to intervene. And the CEO kept on saying, no, that is not true. We are working on that. Until he went there personally, that's when the word was pinned. The, 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 the cockroaches are, are moving around, the spider webs, the dust, the hospital is smelling. So there is no improvement. Every day we are getting complaints from each hospital. So Houting Health, I agree with Dr. Uh, to say the health professionals to say they need to look at the 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 the, the, the uh, uh, um, recommendation by the health ombuds and work towards that instead of just running around trying to to fix something where it's not needing that that is unnecessary for them to fix. Yes, we are working with the with the MEC, but we feel like I was talking to the provincial manager, uh, provincial chairperson uh, of TAC in Gauteng to say we need. To to sit down and strategize because this is not what we want. It seems like we are uh, 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 captured here so that we don't see what is happening. But there's the 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 system it's not better that there's nothing better instead of getting better we are i i we see from better to worse we are getting deeper deeper and deeper and in, in trouble with with the Houting hospitals so there is no improvement it's just the talk that is improving but nothing in on the ground um patients are encouraged to provide feedback Houting health has given us an 0800 number does that work do patients find that giving feedback on the situation in hospitals actually makes a difference. Honestly, Steve, uh, patients have, uh, have have lost confidence in the department uh, because you will report these cases and they will tell you that they will follow you or they will follow it up, but they will never follow them up and and until you you forget and you decide to 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 stop talking about it. So these 0800 numbers and all those things are not working for patients. Patients they don't want to call to talk to somebody that they don't know uh, who called who talked to them and who promised them to do something. Patients are tired of complaining. Patients want to see a, 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 a improvement on the ground. We want to see implementation. We want to see hospitals getting better. We want to see better treatment happening in the hospital because you will complain, you ask the, the, the name of the nurse, and the, you don't know the name of the nurse because they don't have name tags. So that complaint won't be taken anyway. So it, it, it's useless to use these uh, 12 free numbers and all those things. But what we need is the department to go down and fix the problems on the ground. The MEC believes that clearly uh, part of the problem is the CEOs, the administrators. Um, would changing them help? Would raising the uh, standards, they, the qualifications they're supposed to have help? I mean, would that make a big difference? Do you think that's going to happen? Is there politics involved here somehow? If we can remove political deployment with, uh, 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 within the Department of Health, especially when they are appointing uh, CEOs, that will help because they will uh, hire uh, uh, qualified people to do the work, especially as CEOs, people who have management uh, skills and all those things. But when there is 
uh, a political interference. It, that that is why we always see this kind of 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 of, of ignorance from the CEOs. And you go to hospital, you want to monitor the hospital to say things are going well. The host, the, the CEO will tell you you can't come to my hospital, and you come to ask yourself. What did he put this hospital? Why he owns or she owns the hospital? And they and also I want to say even if the the MEC gave numbers to their workers to say they must call her directly, they must remember the the the, the, the bureaucracy that they created. It's not easy because when you talk to the MEC, then the officials will deal with you as a healthcare worker. So that is not helping. We need to change the whole system. We need a turnaround strategy to say, how are we going to work in Gauteng? And we need MEC to look at the, the health ombudsman. And also we need to force OHSC, Office of the Health uh, Standards, to do their work to monitor these hospitals and give us the proper report to say, what is the state of our of our of our of our hospitals, especially now that we are preparing for NHI. Professor, uh, uh, thank you very much indeed. Sibongile Chabalala is the National Chair of the Treatment Action Campaign. You're with SFM 10 minutes to 9. In a moment, Professor Alex von den Hefer on Gauteng Hospitals. Mediated Conversation on SAFM. Continuing your Mediated Conversation this morning around the Gauteng Health Department based on the comments made by the Gauteng Health MEC yesterday. Professor Alex van den Heerfer is the Chair of Social Security Systems Administration and Management Studies at Wits University. Professor van den Heerfer, good morning. Good morning. We're told there is an improvement and an effort at improving the quality of treatment at Gauteng Hospitals. How difficult is it to assess if that is true? Is there an objective way to know if treatment at a group of hospitals is improving or not? Well, there, there would be an, an objective way if any systems were in place to, to measure performance on an ongoing basis. Um, these are not in place. And uh, the comments from the MEC I found odd because she is referring to personal interventions, um, uh, both in relation to CEOs and hospitals and facilities and patients. And that's not a systemic um, approach. So Gauteng is failing largely because of a failure of systems, which are also failing because of, uh, structurally because of the leadership problem that is created through political appointments and the absence of a coherent system of accountability. So all of that is what you have to change. And you don't hear a person who's running a health system saying, I, 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 I. These are systems that are become autonomous. Your policy framework establishes autonomous um, uh, structures and systems that are then um, uh, that then keep the system running effectively. So the capability within the Gauteng Department of Health at the moment is extremely low. The capability to manage uh, the governance systems are weak. The accountability systems are weak. And so there is no way that you could expect an improvement under these circumstances. And a further issue just to note is that in the case of, you know, going back to the Tembisa matter, many of the companies that were flagged as problematic there are still on the 
the books of the Gauteng Department of Health and Hospitals, and they're still servicing them despite the fact that they are uh, largely paper companies that don't really have licenses to sell equipment and, and, uh, uh, and surgicals into the hospitals, and yet they carry on two years after they have been flagged as problematic. That is an indication of how the system is working. In other words, there's no accountability, and without accountability, there can't be improvements, and if you can't measure it, there can't be accountability either. That's right. You're flying blind, so it's like driving on a cliff, uh, on a on a uh, 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 driving on a sort of a dark road on a long a high mountain without headlights. And this is what our health system is doing. We don't really have the quality leadership. And just to point out that we do need people who have the right kind of qualifications to manage in key positions. But you require two things: qualifications and his and a history of performance in management. So it's experience. And in the well-functioning health systems around the world, this, people graduate up through the system. They get promoted up based on their performance. And those are the people who end up in senior management positions. This is not the case in the Gauteng Department of Health. Within this structure, people are essentially parachuted in, largely because they're part of a political party and not because they actually know what they're doing. So it's not only the qualification, it's also the experience. And we don't have a system in place for generating people who end up in leadership positions. All of that needs to change. Um, is it possible to know then if there is a difference in the quality of care between the public hospitals in Gauteng and the public hospitals in the Western Cape? Yes, there is. Um, I've also done quite a bit of analysis on looking at proxy indicators of performance. And when you look at those proxy indicators, now there's not a performance only of capability, ability to essentially perform. And when you look at indicators like the um, Office of Health Standards uh, audits, the uh, Auditor General's audits, and an indicator like maternal mortality ratios by facility, um, by province, you get an indication of uh, that there is a, uh, that Western Cape systematically performs better on all of those indicators than Gauteng, and yet they receive the same money. So that, that is in, indicates essentially a capability gap, which is largely driven by how the system is managed or mismanaged. Um, it seems even within systems, some hospitals and clinics in the same province can give a much better service than others. Um, sometimes hospitals even have reputations like this. Why does that happen, that some are worse than others in the same system? because it's uh, essentially because it isn't a system. It's because it might depend very much on uh, the, the luck of the draw, whether or not you've got um, uh, good leadership within a particular facility. And the moment that leadership goes, uh, the, the facility goes into decline. So what you want out of a systemic approach is that you don't have this variability between uh, services. You have a consistent uh, leadership and capability within the system. So you don't leave it to chance. And the problem with, in a, with a failing system is that more and more of the people who would be capable, who would go that extra mile to make something work despite the context that they're operating in, they leave. And so you, you, the system then goes into a death spiral. And uh, really good people won't stay in Gauteng. Uh, they won't stay in provinces like the Eastern Cape. Um, uh, they won't stay in these environments where, in fact, the context makes it impossible to be a professional. 
Everyone talks about the NHI. Uh, I realize, um, if I remember, you've been quite critical about it. But would the NHI introduce systems that would then allow proper monitoring and accountability and everything else in other provinces like Gauteng? No, the NHI doesn't propose to put in any systems at all. Every system that you'd want to put in place already, we could do today. We don't need an NHI to do it. The fact that it's not being done um, is quite simply because there is no incentive at the level of political parties, in particularly the ANC, to actually introduce um, systems that would cut the link, the patronage link that they have, the opportunity to actually exploit a government department for their own private gain. This is the problem. It's created a, um, a, a fundamental conflict of interest at the political level to introduce systems of accountability. And the NHI is basically being proposed in, the, in pretty much the same way. It doesn't propose to change anything. It will be a system with political appointments that drive everything. So again, the difference between, say, a Gauteng and the Western Cape is they have systems. They don't have an NHI in place. They've got a, a they they basically put in place good systems. They have senior management that are have years of experience. They don't deploy people into the into the um, into the administration. They have highly qualified people. And, uh, and it shows in everything they do. So there's no, uh, NHI won't make any difference. It's potentially part of the, part of the problem that we have at the moment. It, it, it's uh, unfortunately at a political level, uh, Turkeys aren't gonna vote for Christmas. And Professor Alex Funden here for thank you, Chair of the Social Systems Administration and Management Studies at Wits University. Really appreciate the time. My thanks also to, Sibung, to uh, Sibungile Chabalala, the Chair of the TAC, Dr. Mvoyisiem Zukwa, the Chair of the SA Medical Association, and starting us off uh, from yesterday's interview, still available as a podcast, the Gauteng Health MEC, Nomanto and Kumal Hoko. We will see you tomorrow. Thanks very much indeed for being with us this morning. Uh, from Mpo Mdu Banyana, stands myself. Look after yourself. You're with SAFM leading the conversation. It's nine o'clock.